Hey, what's up? It's me, Dave Stone, former co-host of the Boogie Monster podcast. From 2016 to 2023, myself and my good buddy, Kyle Kinane, we'd get together each week, ramble on about ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, other mysteries of the universe. Uh, at least that was our initial intentions. Uh, but if you've listened before, you know that it usually devolved into disjointed rants about vans and fried chicken. During that time, we also had a Patreon page. We would offer up exclusive bonus episodes to our patrons, usually in the form of Q&A sessions. And even though the Boogie Monster is currently on an indefinite hiatus, we're offering up those old bonus episodes to the general population so that everyone can enjoy our old nonsense. Hopefully, someday soon, we'll dust off our microphones and resurrect the Boogie Monster. But until then, please enjoy this blast from the past from your old pals, Kyle and Dave. Thanks for listening. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. We can finally, once and for all, find out what happened with Judas Priest. Whether they broke up by themselves or they were pushed out by outside forces like uh, the government. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the Unknown. Are we rolling? Yeah, now we are. Okay. <clears throat> hey, this is the special episode you paid for, and there's leaf blowers next door, but we don't have a chance to record at another time, so sorry about that. Here we are. I wonder how bad it is. I'm looking at the little green bars to see if the yeah. leaf blowers... Oh, be quiet. Let's see. Nothing. Well, all right. All right. Maybe they don't hear it. Maybe I could have kept my dumb mouth shut. Oh, well. Welcome, patrons. Yeah. Thanks for your money, you suckers. By the way, let me mention this up top. I apologize for anybody that felt shorted or or what have you by us airing old <laughs> bonus episodes uh, on Tuesdays while we were gone. Got a couple people like, Dude, what the fuck are we paying for? I'm like, well... It's it was a year ago. We you know we're releasing really old ones. Oh yeah, you know. But hey, you know maybe I thought better than nothing at all. Let's let's dig into the vault and air the old bonus episodes. Yeah. I get it if like you're paying for it and 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 you hear it on Monday and then we air the same damn thing for free. I'm yeah, trying. yeah. I was thinking six, eight, twelve months old. You know who, who's well, all right. Well, also or or nobody gets nothing. Yeah, schedules don't work out. We're both traveling salesmen with this shit. Mm-hmm. And it was the holidays. Yeah. Anyway, let's yell more at people who give us their money. <laughs> <laughs> let's be true pricks. Did you, uh, um, by the way, let's just, we'll conduct business on the air. Did you check? Conduct the, uh, business. Did you, can, did you check our, our route? What time we need to be on the road? I'm checking. I'm looking it yeah. up now. Very busy this week with important show business. We're showbiz this week. Oh man, we were just, a couple of showbiz bitches just bopping around town like a couple of starlets. Ooh, real, real, couple of real Hollywood Susies. <laughs> All right, uh, while you're looking that up, I'll, I'll get into it. Talk here. to him. Talk to him. This is a Q and A. Colleen Thompson, would you guys consider patron hangout slash meet and greets on live shows? Maybe hit up some spooky locations. Well, yeah. I would well, never do a paid meet and greet. I always thought those were the shittiest things. When oh, comedians yeah, no. like pay extra money to no. touch my hand. No, I guess she means like if you're a patron, you know, patrons oh. only. If you show up to the show and you're a patron, get to I don't know VIP hangout backstage or whatever. But 
I mean, we hang oh. out regardless, you know, most of the time. Hey, you can hang out backstage. I won't be there, but come on back. <laughs> we hang out uh, after the show at the bar most of the time. So. Yeah, usually if we're in the mood to kick it, we just kick it. Yeah, uh, maybe some spooky locale. Now you're talking a field trip, Colleen. So, uh, although that wouldn't be bad. But, you know, just load up the van with a bunch of patrons. And, and you got when you got a group of people going into a trespassing, yeah. they can't arrest you all. That's so true. I wouldn't, wouldn't mind throwing a few of these. That's true. These people in between <laughs> between us and the cops. <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, I think uh, about it. Where's where that question coming from? Did she say? That's what Colleen Thompson. Uh, what part of the world? Is that uh, Pittsburgh? She, did, or? she didn't say. Ten she months. did not say. Chris, uh, boy, I'm, there's no way I'm going to pronounce his correctly. <laughs> Sedlowski. He says, to expand on this question comment, uh, if you want to do a live show in Chicago, my brother-in-law owns a funeral home on Western Avenue. I can ask to make sure he has some bodies there for authenticity. Uh, I mean, authenticity would be like... Is, does it not look like a funeral home? Like, yeah, what's the authenticity? I know it just looks like a garage, but sometimes <laughs> when a friend dies, we let people hang out. Like, yeah, we believe you. Yeah, man, that's not the problem. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to be disrespect. Although I have my thoughts about <clears throat> what you should do when you die. I wouldn't want to disrespect someone else's. You, like, I don't think like this whole. I, I think graveyards are an antiquated concept. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, when I die, like, cool, here's my dead flesh and bones. Yeah. Let's use let's use swaths of land to house these things. Mm. That was a joke I was trying to do about, you know, like, oh, but respect for the dead. I'm like, tell me where your great-grandmother's buried. Nobody knows that. Yeah. So what? So a stranger is just mowing the grass around your great-grandmother. No, eventually. I used to do that. Nobody knows. Yeah. You used to mow the grass on your great-grandmother's yeah, grave? Yeah. La- no, not her, my great Just hers? No, just hers. <laughs> Uh, at, at a, uh, at a just imagine day. you pushing a lawnmower through an overgrown cemetery for one <laughs> plot. No, I uh, used to uh, be part of the grounds crew at Cherokee Memorial Park in Canton, Georgia. I used to weed it around graves like for eight hours a day. Now they got the impressive uh, lawnmowers that can kind of get right up on yeah. something. Yeah. Not to say that, you know. You want to be cremated? Yeah. I would like to. Or, go, or you know what? Put me in one of them. Let me be one of them bodies that people use for research. Yeah. Oh man! Speaking of which, uh, I'll save that for another time. I got a good story about that. Or, or I bought like this, a joke I couldn't make work is about like you donate your body to science, but uh, you never know. Like you don't know what science or like what medicine. Yeah. Like in your head, you're like, oh no, learn from me. But like, it could just be sports medicine where they just put you in front of one of those automatic tennis ball shooters just to see what it does to a human body. Like that would suck. There's a book called uh, Smoke Gets in Your Eyes, and it's about a woman who's a mortician. It's a very uh, – ooh, I will look up her name because it's a good book. I would like f- for somebody to take eyes. me to a mountaintop, set my body on fire, and then log roll me down a mountain. That would be fun. I would cause a lot of – Caitlin Doty, Smoke yeah. Gets in Your Eyes, and Other Lessons from the Crematory. Very good book. Um, that would cause a lot of forest fires. That's true. Maybe like a snowtop mountain. Isn't that what they do? Isn't that like a – well, not what they do. That's what they have to do to the people that die on Everest. Oh, yeah. They just leave you there. Yeah, they leave you there. All the stories about the people that just get left because, like, well, we paid a lot of money to do this trip. And so, and then people that aren't dead all the way, but yeah, but we want to make it. So they were just leaving behind. There's some fucked up stories about climbing Everest. 
Yeah. Um, I'll let somebody else do that. Yeah. Anyway. Nah, cremate me or just whatever. <laughs> 33 minutes right now. Plenty of time. Okay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, for the, to get to the to get to our big Hollywood meeting. You know what, man? I hate to do this, but I think we're going to have to pause it. You got to take a shit? Yep. We're seven minutes in. Sorry. Misjudged. Okay. We'll, we'll see you all in a second. It's fighting back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. Nobody. Well, nobody knows. Yeah. We, we Honestly, like, when uh, we pause it, we uh, don't have to say anything. That's true. We I do. Just, it, full disclosure, you know? No secrets on this podcast. If I got to take a dump. Everybody's going to know about it. You're going to find out. Uh-huh. Oh. Feel better, though. Well, that's what happens when you do that stuff. You can only fight that off for so long. All right. Um, I'm logging in to verify this device. Oh, get the fuck out. Oh, that problem again? Yeah. Right. You might be reading off these things. Yeah, you figure that out. Tim Param asks, <laughs> hey, Colin, Dave. Hey, Tim. Let's say you're allowed, Hi, to, Tim. you're allowed to go back in time and replace any actor in any movie. Kyle, what role would you pick to see Dave play? And Dave, what role do you want to see Kyle play? In any movie? That's a good question. Was it any movie? What yeah. Would you? yeah say if you're allowed to go back in time and replace any actor in any movie. I've never thought of that. I mean, do you go for what would fit the best, or do you go for juxtaposition hmm. to see what would be more interesting? Mm-hmm. I think, um, boy, that's a good. That's a you got to sit and think about it. I'd like to see you play the role of Luke Perry in eight seconds. Not the role of, but the role that he played. What's the movie? Is that a rodeo thing? Do you remember eight seconds? No. It's uh, Luke Perry of Beverly Hills Nine Hundred Two One Zero. Luke Perry is a rodeo rider, and he's. he's I can't believe I missed it. He's a bull rider. I would just like to see you on a. (laughs) I'd like to see you in the competitive bull riding circuit. I buy, you know, I could get into character yeah, for that. I think you could pull that off. I want to see you do Mrs. Doubtfire, but you never shave the beard. And so you just have, like, this mask that's over. Oh, hello. Yeah. Like, you just... That's, I don't even do that's, that's clearly our dad. <laughs> nope. That's just, that's just a bearded Dave Stone with eyeliner. I'm a heavy-set British woman. Uh... <laughs> I like to be referred to as uh, them and their. Uh, I appreciate if you're. Spe- I'm not trying to start shit with that stuff, but I think that. <laughs> oh man, that'd be funny. Otherwise, I don't know. I'm Dave Doubtfire. <laughs> shit, watch- I missed it up already. I'm here to watch your kids. <laughs> I want to see you in Christian Bale's role in The Machinist. You just never get. You're just like fine with it. <laughs> Do I lose the weight or I? No, no, no. You're just like, nah. Because what is it? Anything consumed by guilt or something? Yeah. And you're just like, nah, I'm fine with what I did. <laughs> I'm oh, okay. That's a good question. What's another one you'd be good at? It's, yeah, it's you in Castaway, and you somehow get fatter on the island. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know how to prepare everything so delicious, and, and now because it's ample supply, yeah. you've just eaten so much crab. Just thousands of crab. <laughs> Coconut cream pies. You're too fat for your own raft. <laughs> it actually worked initially. It was going to work initially, but you figured out how, like you were on an island with all these amazing ingredients. Oh, 
That's funny. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> oh, no, that's good. Oh, man, that's funny. <laughs> How long you say you've been gone for? <laughs> really? <laughs> Nobody believes me. We couldn't even get him up on the boat from the life raft. The rope ladder snapped. <laughs> oh, God. That's so funny. Help. I haven't ate this volleyball. Oh, shit. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, that's too good. That's too good. Whew. Anyway. Uh, what else? Mm. We got Lee Singleton. Uh, with global warming being an issue, do you think Bigfoot will have to migrate to more populated areas? Man, that's a good thought. You know, the way the polar bears just sitting there all skinny mm. on the on the shrunken glacier. Yeah. What if, what if Bigfoot's just mm. hanging out in uh, like a public park? Well, all I got. Uh, unless, um, unless he's got those portals. Yeah. Unless he's just time traveling, those are time travel to a cooler climate. That's true. Um, That's true. Why? I mean, yeah, we got uh, yard work going on. So it's not an ideal time to do this, but we are busy showbiz people this week. What happens? What I mean, if, why does he have hair? Like, is there is there naked Bigfoot anywhere? Ooh, I'm sure there's probably mm-hmm. some sort of hairless mange-ridden Bigfoot. Well, I meant just like Jeanette, like, or what would you develop? Into not needing hair. Like, oh, man, I spaced out. What was I listening to? I was either listening to A Brief History of Everything by Bill Bryson. It's a very good, worthwhile. I'm listening to the audio book, but it kind of just covers, like, from the dawn, like, Big Bang, Dawn of Time. Wow. But just quick kind of, like, wets your whistle on Mm -hmm. all these things. And I don't know if I felt, because I listened to that at night. I don't know if it was that or if it was, like, a planet Earth talking about how we... Like, why do we have some hair, but apes are covered in hair? If we evolve from apes, like, what, like, why that happens? So, you know, like, why does Bigfoot have, theoretically, all the hair? Yeah, and, well, even amongst the genders. Like, why does a yeah. man, why can a man grow a beard and a woman can't? Like, what, 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 what Testosterone. What point does Test uh, this beard Tarot, Other than baby. Make you look like a fucking cool dude. Yeah. But, like, uh, compensate for my dumb face. <laughs> Thanks for giving me the option, evolution, to cover up my unattractive face. No, I don't think I'm ugly. The internet did when I shaved my beard. <laughs> the internet the internet was, was quick to point out that uh, my face was unpleasant to gaze upon. Um, <clears throat> I don't know, man. I don't know. What? I don't think Bigfoot's going to migrate. I mean, what other animals are doing that right now? He will. He and she will. If it's uh, you it. know, if it's an issue of it. food, you know. Okay. Well, what's yeah. it eating? Well, it's eating a lot of elk, mm. a lot of deer. Where are the elk and deer's going? They seem to be still doing okay. Yeah, they follow them wherever they go. Fucking elk and deer. Really? It's hunting down? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're killing the shit out of some elk and deer. Really? Wild pigs. Hold on. I got to look up. Hold on. Now I'm about to say the password out loud because I'm trying to log into the Patreon page. Oh, I'm I'm pausing it again. Hold on. Okay. Well, that was another undetectable pause by the listener, but 
Tech diff. Having some tech diff. I went and took another shit just to keep keep it consistent. Dave's full of shit. Oh. Dave's literally full F of the S. He's F-O-S. Keep it going here. Rob Rowan. Let's keep it going. Rob Rowan? 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 Great question. We may have discussed this before. Can vampires get boners? <clears throat> Why not? <clears throat> They're but full still, of blood. They're full of blood. They are full of blood. I don't know. I mean, they're drinking it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why wouldn't it get a boner? Hmm. They're the like the horniest thing. That's true. Of all the stuff, that's the horniest one. Bigger question, can Frankenstein get a boner? Did they even sew a dick onto him? <laughs> <clears throat> you know, nobody talks about that part. <laughs> you see, he's got a brain and a face, and they got a heart and everything, but nobody knows if uh, they, they uh, stitched on some Jennies. Oh, Frank and Dick. Oh, Cockenstein. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's so stupid. That was a fun one. Either way, however you want to slice it. Yeah, Rob, I think they can get boners. They always have boners. They're always horny. They're always like, oh, give me this. Yeah. They always want to, like, fuck stuff. Yeah, get away from me. That's the most, yeah, that's the horniest uh, entity. The horniest entity. That's the movie. That's the movie we're trying to sell. That's these showbiz meetings. <laughs> it's a period piece. Yeah, it's called, yeah, the horniest entity. <laughs> we're both wearing powdered wigs. <laughs> that's, uh, I mean, I did, I did enjoy when, like, Porn was leaning heavily into uh, the parody thing. Yeah, not like I've, I've not sat down and watched uh, like a full porn, and I, I don't need that to get off. But I just thought I was like, that's funny. Yeah, like oh, well, these are just fuck movies. But what if it's Scooby Doo? Like, yeah, that's funny. Good for you guys. That's interesting. Good for you like, ma- for making it fun. Like throwing costumes and stuff into it. It'd be funny to watch a porn the same way we watch a normal movie, but like that's what. People want you to do, but like, yeah, just watch. Okay, I'm gonna watch ten minutes tonight because that's all I needed. Yeah, and I, I I paused it when I was done, and tomorrow I'll pick back up where I was. You just, ever see Titanic? Yeah, it took me four years. <laughs> a long, a long time. Victor Bernal, Bernal. Hey guys, Dave, are you still spitting on cars? Absolutely. Kyle, great set in San Francisco. Hell yeah, I spit on cars. That's my go-to. Great set in San Francisco. He said great set in San Francisco. You were, it's been a while since you were there. Did Cobbs several months ago. Yeah, man, that was like all the ways back. Yeah, but there's there's no... I mean, thanks. I don't want to be disrespectful. No expiration date on a compliment. No, I'm looking back into the calendar. Um, Yeah, man. That's my road rage move. Really? Do something stupid. And you're within loogie range, you're getting one. You're hocking on cars? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. At least once a week, I'll spit on a car. Yeah, Doug, that was like early October. The other day, I saw a terrible parker at Vaughn's grocery store. It's one of these guys just taking up two spots. And uh, I had like an old old half a cheeseburger from the day before. No. And uh, and I was. You had half a cheeseburger? Yeah, I know. It's hard to believe. (laughs) There's too many fat jokes. I'm sorry, man. That's all right. It's not, uh, not cool. No, I don't care. Uh, I'm, I'm you should fat. care. I'm Stick up for fat. yourself. No, but I'm fat. You're a big fella. 
<laughs> it doesn't bother me. That's that's why I'm fat. Is it doesn't bother me. I need. But you look good in clothes. It's not like you're just jiggling around. Like it's not like like you don't look fed up with yourself. Yeah, I just I just got a huge gut. There was a guy on my flight coming back from uh, Nashville the other day, and you could tell he's like, and I I I felt bad for the dude. You could tell he's kind of like, yep, this is my size, and this is me trying to fit on a plane. And I was like, all right, Did man. You have to buy two seats. No, he he, he got an aisle seat, but it was kind of like. One leg was in the aisle because I'm right at the limit now. Like when I sit, really? Like, well, just on a, on a shitty airline where the seats are small, like I feel bad because I'm like I'm trying so hard not to spill over into that person's seat. But so that's really. But is that fat? Is the fact that you got broad shoulders and you're a big built dude anyway? Like I have broad shoulders. I, I don't, I'm not. So, but I'm like yeah. I'm gonna if I'm in a middle seat. Yeah, I have to squish. I'm sorry that like, and also like the rule that like middle seat gets the armrests. Yeah. Yeah. That's you true. know, because everybody else gets to flex in a different direction. Middle seat, you got no room to flex. They get the armrest. Yeah. So sorry, man. Yeah. Stop trying to fight for the armrest. If, you, if somebody's in the middle seat, that's theirs. Yeah, they, they've earned Can it. you lean towards the window or lean into the aisle? But what I did with that half a cheeseburger, I just sat mm-hmm. it on the guy's windshield by his wiper blade. <laughs> just sat a yeah. two-day-old half-eaten cheeseburger. Just, just you know, hey, what, what the fuck is this? Well, think about think about yeah. what you've done. Yeah, I I spit all over a car that was partly the the gate in the back. That's clearly my like, do not block gate, and somebody's just right in front of it. So I and it was there for like two days. It was two days of me spitting on it every time I walked by. I don't smear shit under the door handles. What I want to do, but that means I would have to touch some shit. Yeah, you have come. And it's kind of like, well, who's winning? Yeah, if I'm already touching shit, except Uh I'm the one knowing I'm touching shit. Maybe it's my (laughs) shit. I'm not that scared of it. Speaking of which, Trixie Emerson. What's Speaking a, of which, what's the longest y'all have been in the bathroom? Trixie Emerson sounds like like a hot professor. Yeah. No offense, Trixie. Knowing Mr. Kidney Stone, it's probably from Passing the Stone, but I'd like for him to prove my guess wrong. What's the longest you've been in the bathroom? I was talking about this the other. Uh, it had nothing to do with toilet stuff. It's just if I'm in there, well, no, reading the, a thing. What's the longest you've sat on the toilet? Oh, I've had both my feet go numb. Yeah. I don't. I'm not. I don't know. What like what? What's the long? You know what time? You know how how long? No, I do know how the longest pee. I I've peed uh, more than sixty seconds before, and you doubted me, but I'll do it again. You you counted it? I've timed it. Yeah, because I knew I had a big one stocked up. And I was like, oh, man, I want to see how long this one's going to go. And, of course, admittedly, I gave it, like, the least amount of pressure. Okay. Know? Yeah, just, you, you were regulating just it. Just the dribble. But still, uh, over you were throttling. Seconds. You were throttling usage, just like the cell phone companies yeah. but with it was, the Internet speed. But it was, uh, it was a consistent stream, 60 seconds. Done that a couple of times. I feel like I've gone a peed for a long time. Yeah. I'm, I don't I don't. All right, I don't know. I don't know how to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, I, I've like I've kicked it in there for a while. Yeah. By the way, I like that you have dumbbells in your bathroom. That remind because it takes ten minutes for my shower to heat up. Uh huh. Oh, you do that while you're showering? so I'm like, all right, I gotta wait. Yeah. Does it really take ten minutes? Like a fucking yeah, like a crazy inmate just nude lifting weights. <laughs> Yeah, it takes fucking forever. Oh, I turn my shower on, then I just get shit done, which is not conducive to the environment. And I should, I got to tell my landlord about it. Hmm. What are you going to do? I don't know. Get Tell my landlord about it. The Savage Cabbage. That's a great handle. That is a good one. I watched Biodome recently and laughed more than once. Am I an asshole? Yeah. 
I've never seen Biodome. You are fine. You're absolutely fine. Polly Shore, just even. Polly Shore hated uh, even back then. Encino Man. Encino Man was good, just because I like the premise. The problem I had with Biodome was the other guy should have been the straight man. You had Stephen, which, whichever one of the bald ones, yeah, with the bad haircut. Yeah, like but him doing, him doing. Polly Shore at Polly Shore. That's what he was doing. He was kind of the that, from too. what I remember. Yeah, they're both like burnout idiots. They get locked in a biodome. <clears throat> I, you know what? I'm not going to judge Savage Cabbage because I haven't seen it in a while. But also, there's been nothing like if Encino Man was on. I'm like, I have not seen Encino Man in a minute. Let yeah. me sit down and enjoy this. Mm-hmm. We all loved wheezing the juice. We all loved getting our vibes harshed. <clears throat> Soundtrack was good. Sean Astin playing a straight guy in it. To tell you the rumor I heard about the old Polly Shore uh, when he does stand up, hmm. he will go to just a vintage store and just buy a bunch of garbage and then sell it as merch as stuff he's worn in movies. I've had more than one comic tell me that that's what he does or that's what he has done. And he says he's worn it in movies. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> but eh. then you look at Polly Shore and you're like, that's believable. Yeah, but like he'll just go and buy a grip of Polly Shore range. personal shopper. Yeah. There's somebody else who buys a bunch of hats, like goes to the mall and buys hats from a movie they were in, and then signs the hats. Who? I'm not going to go. I'm not going to do that. I'll tell you, off the air. I worked with one guy who had a bunch. He had like he had like seven or eight different t-shirts. None of them had to do with him, his act, or comedy in general. It was like he went and just stocked up at, at Gadzooks or Hot Topic. Gadzooks? He had one that's just, just a black t-shirt with Osama Bin Laden's face on it. Just said, douchebag. Like, okay. Oh, but, boy. Yeah, 25 bucks. So you make your money on the road as merch. Is that guy, was that back in the day or is that guy still around? Oh, he's still around. Yeah? But this this was back in the day, but he's still around. Who who was, uh, I'm pausing it, pausing it again. Well, that's for us to know and you to find out. I'm liking this pause button. Yeah, man, we're really abusing it. (laughs) Patreons, get a behind-the-scenes look at us uh, completely misusing (coughs) our... Power. Jack Eisenhuff. Really? You guys are rad. No shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Thanks, Jack. But your uh, dick, Jack. Love the podcast, obviously, because I'm paying $4 a month. We appreciate that. <laughs> what is your favorite and least favorite thing about comedy? Keep it up. Mm. That's a pretty good question. Favorite thing. It pays my bills. <laughs> <laughs> Make that motherfucking money. <laughs> I'm swimming in cash. <laughs> That's what I like, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say the name Jack without thinking of Michael Keaton in the 80s whenever he was like in his most kind of coked up but the funniest. Uh, That's the facts, Jack. All right, Jack. Like just calling people Jack randomly and like Mr. Mom or Gung Ho. I always think of John Lovitz because I think in a oh, Seinfeld yeah. <laughs> episode and in some SNL sketches, yeah. he's like, Suck on that, Jack. <laughs> yeah, it's such. No offense to you, Jack. Thank you for being a patriot, but it is such a fun name to use as like a suck my dick, buddy. <laughs> um, 
No, I mean, most favorite thing is like it's like it, it uh, made the euphemism before. It's it's a puzzle that never gets finished. Like if you like true. doing it, it's always it, it's never done. It's never done, <clears throat> and you are never like I'm where I need to be. I you shouldn't. You out. shouldn't be. No. You should never be. Yeah. Any comic who's like I got it. Yeah. Fuck no, you don't. Yeah. I got some of. It. I got more than I had last week or last year. Mm-hmm. But you don't ever get all of it. No. And it, I mean, this is this is an obvious or cliche answer, but it's fun to make people laugh. It's fun to just. Yeah, it eh, feels good. It eh. feels good when you do a good job. Yeah, and not even like I crush, but just knowing that, like, eh, I made a bunch of strangers laugh. Yeah, you know, that's fun. The fact that uh, my science teacher in uh, sophomore year of high school. No, no, I wasn't even high school. I was in junior high, like eighth grade and junior high. I was like, none of you are, I was like being a dickhead in class. Like, none of you are going to be comedians. And I'm like, guess what, buddy? <laughs> Take your dissected frogs, cram them up your butt. <laughs> um, <clears throat> What's the least favorite thing? For me, it's the fear of like, if I want, like, I can't just be on all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I need to, like, relax and live life mm-hmm. and then analyze. I'm not like everything. Look at this thing over here. Isn't this funny? Look at this. Like, yeah, I got to fuck off for a while. Nobody should be like that. <laughs> yeah. And the fear of, like, what if I go away to get better, get my brains together? Because like, you, you, you do get to, I don't know how you feel like this, but it makes me stay kind of sharp with the world. You know, like I understand improv classes, like I understand them, like mm-hmm. accept an idea, like the yes ending, like, yeah. all right, we're in a spaceship. Great. I immediately believe we're in a spaceship and I have to go with that. Yeah. And that still is kind of, you can still apply that to stand up mm-hmm. and be like, oh, here's this idea. Cool. All right. I have to jump right in. I don't, where am I going with this? It keeps you, it keeps my mind kind of sharp a little bit, I think, and it keeps me analytical of both sides. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm never like, well, this is, like, politics is a bad example, but anything. Like, well, here's the truth. I don't know. Is it? Is there another, like, high school debate class? Like, even if you believe in something. Yeah, but you have to argue against it for debate class. And it teaches you. It either strengthens your resolve for what you believe in or, like, oh, shit, I didn't think about it that way. Yeah. And I I forced myself to think about it that way for comedy purposes but maybe it changed my view or made me more well of more aware of a situation or hmm. anyway i don't know there's nothing really bad about it yeah. it's frustrating but everything you love doing is yeah. frustrating what do you think uh what you think i don't know man i just feel lucky to do it man i mean there's always negatives if you dig deep enough like you know like Interesting drama. Yeah. You know, like, oh, I don't, this person got this and he's a dick and he's not funny. And, but you can't concern yourself with that shit. I used to. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just, just wasted energy. My friend Monty says, compare and despair. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it, or if, or if you do look at things that way, like, great. Oh, so and so got this thing. Well, if they're not funny, but they got it, they get it because they were working real hard. Well, maybe that just means I need to work harder mm-hmm. instead of like bitching about it. Cool, then work harder. Yeah. If you think you already have the talent, yeah. And if oh, somebody just got something because they're lucky, then there's nothing you could do about that. And just be glad we're in a field where there's things to be gotten. Yeah. You know, we like 
Seriously, like I'm glad that there's tons of TV spots and late night spots and opportunities. Like we could all be fucking unicyclist or yo-yo experts. Like I'm glad we're can't all be unicyclists. I'm glad we're doing a thing where there's there are rewards. You know, what if everybody is a unicyclist? That'd be pretty cool. That's the thing. That's the the coolest thing that I saw. That was also the thing I most wanted to be mad at. Was on a hiking trail, seeing like a mountain unicyclist. Like just cruising down on a unicycle because it like it seems it's incredibly difficult. I'm sure it's amazing exercise, but I just want to be like fuck you. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't doing anything wrong. Yeah. But you know, that that's the biggest problem I have is wanting to tell people to go fuck themselves when they're not doing anything wrong, mm-hmm. and it doesn't bother me. But it's like look at this guy doing a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. I know like, exactly of course you, you want to see a, a mountain unicycler. Of course, fuck that guy. Yeah. But also, of course, why? Yeah. Why does that inspire rage within me? I have to ask myself that all the time. Like, what do yeah. you care, Dave? But like, just that guy shouldn't be. <laughs> I've tried. I'm, You're fucking I'm, up the mojo. And, and again, like with comedy, where it's like, all right, that's my immediate. Like, that's the easy joke is mm-hmm. to be like, you ever see this thing that's stupid? Fuck that thing. And that's the easy joke. Yeah. The harder joke, which if you are trying to do comedy, should always go for that. Like, if it's the easy joke. And know that every other comedian's made it. Yep. That's why, like, doing news, like, doing anything about current events, it's like, anything that happens today, every late night show with a team of pro writers is going to have jokes about it. And it's going to be fucking expired in three weeks. You can't do that joke. I want stuff that hopefully sits around. But to take the easiest response and then flip it, Mm -hmm. like, I would see somebody over by where I get my gout medicine. By the CVS at like Franklin and Cuenga. And I would see him when I was going there. There's always some dude on like one of the hoverboards, like with the big vape and giant like Beats headphones. And everything about it is the ultimate like, fuck this guy. But I had to think like, this guy probably knows that and he's owning it. Man. I've never been able to own anything like that in my life. Like, guess what? Everybody thinks I'm an asshole, but he's not. As long as you're not getting in somebody's way, I don't like it when somebody's like this whole thing of like playing music on your phone without headphones, like on a like a train or something. Like, fuck off. Yeah. Now you got to listen to my shit. Yeah. Fuck you all the way. Yeah. Go fall on the tracks. And, but again, what is it? A 16 year old kid. Oh, I because I was that asshole at a gas station blaring the music while I'd fill up my car. I was that dickhead. People forget that they were the asshole that they hate. That's the that's when you're like get off my lawn, old man. Like, yeah, but I think there's also a little bit of now not with everything. Uh, yes, I was that asshole sometimes, but for me, there's a lot of hey, I was 16 once and I didn't do that, so fuck off. Yeah, like you know. I get a little self-righteous with it sometimes. Of like, Yeah, some there's just some shitty kids out there. Yeah. Anyway, we got to get some more questions in here. Up in here. Brian Sykes, is a hot dog a sandwich? Settle this once and for all. Also, there's only one right answer, so don't fuck it up. I don't even know why this is a thing. Yeah, who is cares? it from a TV show or the internet? I don't know. It's, it's been a lot. But it, no, it's not a sandwich in my mind. I, uh, I, don't, I don't know why it's from a thing. It's a fucking I, hot dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, it's meat and bread, yes, but a fucking chicken pot pie is a sandwich then, too. Is a 
Is a beef sandwich a sandwich? Is a beef sandwich a sandwich? I don't care. I honestly, no, I don't care. Either. I know this is some sort of like internet argument. And uh, <clears throat> next question. But like you've wasted your money when yet. someone says we're having a, a, a an assortment of sandwiches. I would be excited, and yes. then if a hot dog showed up, I'd be like, "Oh shit!" Even better. But I'm saying, when you think of a sandwich, nobody thinks of a fucking hot dog. They think of a, a hot dog's a hot dog. Mm. I don't even think a hamburger is a sandwich. You know, I mean, yes, mm. technically it is, but a hamburger's a hamburger, hot dog's a hot dog, and a sandwich is a sandwich. Stuff my dick. But this is my argument about salads. Mm-hmm. You know, how is like mayonnaise salad dressing? It's like, oh, because anything kind of tossed together, any cold ingredients tossed to d- together constitutes a salad. You have Caesar salad, you have a chopped salad, but then you got potato salad. Then you got fruit salad. Mm-hmm. And that's more of like a, d- a dish. Yeah. But even that, it, like when you say, hey, we're going to go have salads today for lunch. Yeah. And I show up with my fucking vat of potato salad. We're like, Dave, you asshole. That's not what we meant. But that wouldn't. But that's a salad. But it's not a salad. It's called potato salad. But it's not a salad in the terms of what people expect in a salad. Yeah, but you're dealing with what people expect versus what's reality. That's true. I don't know. I don't care. I hope if we didn't fuck it up, Brian. That's the wrong answer. Brian take, was pretty cocksure about t- that one. Take a hike, buddy. <laughs> uh. uh. I'm going to try to read Aaron Joaquin's, but I don't even know. What I've is heard it? Kyle refer to people as, okay, chooches. Yeah, a couple of chooches. Chonchos and mm-hmm. ch- chucharinos. <laughs> yeah. What does this mean and what is the difference? It doesn't mean anything, man. Stop trying to make everything a thing. Yeah. I mean, I know this is a Q&A. It's just a thing to call somebody. Look at this guy. Look at Jack over here. Look at Jimmy Jack. Look at this chooch. Chooch. Look at this chancho. Chancho and what? And chucharino. Okay. Oh, yeah. Look at these chucharinos. It's a thing to say. Yeah. It's fun. Why can't... I mean... It's better than fuckface. When, yeah. I mean, when you have a, 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 a sea of language, a sea of words within the language to choose from, you could use the same ones. You know, people get... How many times do you like, fuck that, just fuck it, like... This jerk, that's a jerk. Like mm-hmm. you can come up with an, your own word mm-hmm. that clearly people know what it means. I'm sure there's a word for that. Where you're, it's not onomatopoeia. That's where. Uh, what is that? What is onomatopoeia? I'm looking it up because I don't know. I'm surprised I said it right. Onoma. Thank you, Google Phil. Formulation of a word from a sound associated with what is named like cuckoo or sizzle. Like the sound is a sizzle, but then the word for sizzle is sizzle. Oh, okay, gotcha. <clears throat> okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah, man, just come up with a fun word. Mm-hmm. Uh, language can be limiting. You can let it rip. Why is this hummingbird trying to get in the damn house right now? That guy was like just staring in the screen door. Hey, what's in there? They got real aggressive. Are they out of food and now they're trying to come in my house? I'll fucking eat you raw. That sounded like more of a sexual threat. (laughs) Girl, I'll eat you raw. Jesus, I'm at a loss without having the questions in front of me. Dave, you got what's next? 
All right. Uh, Rip through see. it, baby. Early Gates. Dave and Kyle, my girlfriend, bought me tickets for my birthday to go see Jason Isbell in New Orleans. What are some places to hit up and get some grub and some good haunted locations to get spooked at? Uh, first of all, that's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Isbell's a good time. Puts on a hell of a show. Um, Got to eat at Koshan. I've, I've recommended this place mm-hmm. several times. Koshan is this awesome. It's kind of fine dining, but it's not like frou-frou. I mean, it's a little pricey, but nothing crazy. It's but just eating. top of the line, Southern Cajun. I had Last time I was there, I had fucking rabbit and dumplings. Instead of chicken mm-hmm. and dumplings, I had rabbit and dumplings. They got a charcuterie plate. They got all kinds of crazy shit. And then next door, they have Koshan Butcher, which is a, uh, it's a butcher shop, but also a sandwich shop. You go there, get a fucking badass wild boar uh, Cubano. Had a wild boar Cubano. Okay, oh, all right, awesome. Every time I've had wild boar, I've just like I really haven't. It sounds good. It sounds good, but then there's never been like, a, oh, that's this was good though. I mean, it's like good roasted pork. But yeah, uh, awesome sandwiches and awesome. You can get some boudin, some boudin, andouille. Get a bunch of meat and stuff you could take home. But yeah, Koshan or Koshan Butcher, uh, highly recommend. The uh, the haunted ghost tour, man. I I, w- I did that one. I can't remember the name of it, but I, I did one uh, when Katie and I were there about a year ago. What's that uh, really haunted place where the aristocrats? He was a doctor, she was a socialite, and they were keeping like slaves tortured in their basement. That place that is haunted was, as shit. Mm. What is that? Let me find that real quick. Most haunted place in New Orleans. I did a bike. I did a bike tour. Sean Patton's relative runs a bike tour, like bicycle tour, and that was fun. That was a fun way to do it. Oh, really? Yeah. They just asking for restaurants. Or they asking for things to do. Uh, haunted places too. That while well, the bike tour had some of it, you could do the haunted walking tour in New Orleans. Granted, you're trying to do a tour where a bunch of drunks are like swarming around you, going, yeah. but it's not like every place in New Orleans is going to be haunted. Although yeah. I heard, like, I my mom told me this one because I was like, oh, I'm going to New Orleans. She's like, be careful in the cemeteries that pe- like, people get robbed in the cemeteries because they're walled in. And they're confusing, so somebody could rob you, and they know the way out, but you don't. Ooh. And also because it's not just open, because it's like you know small mausoleums above ground. Yeah, that it's you know a maze that you can't see around the corners. Yeah, uh, the La Lori House, La Lori, L A L A U R I E, La Lori House. That's the house I was thinking of. Oh, okay, where like uh, the early eighteen hundreds, he they it was a married couple. They were like few, they, they based one of the American horror stories off I, of it. I think so. Yeah, but they were like really well respected, like socialites all over New Orleans. And come to find out, they were like keeping slaves and torturing them and killing them and shit. And ugh. yeah, there's some morose shit Place was that was uh, that was going down. You could see. Um, Nicholas Cage's pyramid grave with some Superman quote on it. Oh, really? Bought, yeah, he bought his own gravestone. It's a pyramid. <laughs> oh, man. Back in Nick Cage. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sam asks, have you ever tried a sensory deprivation tank? Have you seen the Netflix doc abducted in plain sight? No to both. But I've heard those sensory deprivation tanks are pretty awesome. I did this sensory deprivation you tank. You did? I never got all the stuff I like. Where'd you do that at? I got a group on for one over in uh, Pasadena. Rachel and I went. Hmm. It's it like you get you get in the little pod with it's like just salt water, mm-hmm. so you float. You float, and they, the light slowly dips out. And how long it were was, you in there? Uh, maybe an hour. Okay, I don't remember. 
It was okay. It was very relaxing, but I didn't I didn't trip or hallucinate or really? anything. I, I I didn't. I would I def, I wasn't disgusted. I would try it again. Uh huh. Maybe that's what we got to do. We got to go get our float on. That'd be fun. Yeah, I've you heard know? good things about it. That's yeah. I I but it was very relaxing. I uh, encourage anybody to try it out. It's something different, especially. I was never like an easy floater when I was swimming. You float easy? Yeah. I'm yeah? pretty buoyant. Okay. All right. Well, that, but that's a good thing. Uh-huh. And it's also very relaxing. Yeah. Like in the ocean when I can float on my back. Yeah. And then your ears are under, so your ears are closed off from the sound. And yeah, it's worth trying. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I got from it. I didn't get any kind of nutso visions or nothing. I was sober when I went to. I wasn't anyone tripping or nothing. Noah Nelson asked, go to cheap beer. Also, Kyle, want to go wheeling? I love that's all I drink is cheap beer. Yeah, I don't know. I don't drink the other kind. My go-to is original Coors. That's my fave. Mm-hmm. I think uh, we're both on. I think our answers are the same. Uh, Budweiser, fucking love Budweiser. You know what I got in Texas, and you can get it elsewhere, but I always, I never see it. Uh, fucking Lone Star, man. Some Lone Star, Just solid. Shinerbach is a Shiner Texas beer. Good, but Lone Star, man. Real good. But, uh, yeah, uh, PBR, I kind of, you know, I think it's so prevalent around here, like in the comedy scenes. You go to bars, you get a free PBR, that kind of thing. Uh, I don't dislike PBR, but uh, Budweiser or Coors is my go-to. You know what else I've been digging lately? What's uh, that now? MGD. Little, really? Yeah. I MGD like always skewed a little too sweet for really? me. Really? I like it. Something about it. Uh, it's got a real drinkability to Fucking it. Fucking drinkability. <laughs> got a real ass. Your ass has a good kickability. I love Canadian beer too, man. Molson, Labatt Blue. Is it Labatt? Labatt. I say Labatt. Labatt Blue. I, I'm a big fan of that shit. So, yeah, man. Yeah, I was. Uh, I did have a beer. I don't know if it's a fancy. I've, I, where did I have it? Crankshaft. I don't think it's a cheap beer. But someplace had it and I got it. A German Kolsch was the type of beer huh. it was. But it was lighter. Somebody, like, I think it was a place that didn't have cheap beer. Like, try this one out. I was like, oh, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. But I like lagers. Yeah. Like I like, and that's what all the cheap beers is lagers. Yeah. But yeah, same things, man. Just Coors Lights. Anything but an IPA. IPAs like fucking suck. Ooh. They like I want. I seriously wonder if there's something. Like you know when genetically people, like I'm one of those people that doesn't like cilantro. I think it tastes like soap. Yeah. But I wonder if there's something like. Am I missing something? Like it does taste like. Different to other people. I mean, it must, right? Because I it must for the longest time. I'm like, this is just Stockholm syndrome. This is like, boy, isn't it? It's cool to like craft beer. Then I guess I like it. And he drink. I can't even make a, a straight face when I drink no. it. <clears throat> Not interested. It tastes like somebody coughed in my mouth mm-hmm. after drinking a beer I would have want to have. It's like somebody had a Budweiser and then coughed into my mouth, and that's what a yeah. craft beer tastes like. Nathan Gibson asks, Dave, at what point would you consider purchasing a non-van mode of transport? Well, I guess we're going to talk about it. Wouldn't this be considered a de facto marriage proposal? (laughs) Uh, Breaking news, everyone. I am the proud owner of a 2016 Honda HRV. People thought you were going to say, I am getting married. (laughs) I got a Honda. (laughs) I sold my van about two months ago, uh, early December. Um because I knew that I was visiting my mom mm. over the holidays, and I have taken over 
my father, my late father's car. He bought a uh, he bought this Honda about eight months before he passed away. He was so stoked about it, just a good economical. He was so happy about the thirty five miles to the gallon. It is a good, it is a good whip. It's a good whip about the thirty five miles to the gallon. But uh, dude, I love it. You you rode in it yesterday. Yeah. Uh, you know it's. I'm not a fancy boy. I'm not a materialistic dude, but this is... Dave's not a fancy boy. This is the nicest car I've ever owned. This is the first time that I can remember that I've owned a vehicle in the same decade that it was made. So uh, usually I'm, my cars are at least 10 to 15 years old uh, by the time I get them. But uh, 2016, silver, four-door, HRV. It's, uh, if you don't know what that is, it's the, um, it's the smallest SUV. That Honda makes, uh, not to be confused with the CRV, which is a little bit bigger. It's like uh, a tall car. Yeah, it's like a tall. It's like a. It's like a Honda Civic that sits up a little yeah. higher. It's a, it's a Honda Civic with good posture. Yeah, yeah. It's a tiny little SUV, but uh, it's man. Four like doors. They call them crossovers. Yeah, yeah. It's like a crossover, and uh, good gas mileage, low miles. It's got like thirty thousand miles on. Can't it. lay down in it though. Yeah, that is true. That that was yeah, my I, one hesitation. You were saying yesterday, like, well, it's good. It's a little bit of something, but I can't just leave. <laughs> I don't just have a home now. It's on wheels. Got to make it work. <laughs> yeah, man. Got no no way out now. Yeah, but yeah. So yeah, there you go. No more van for me. It's first time in uh, first time in over seven years I haven't owned a van. <laughs> so yeah. Well, normal person now. Congratulations, Thanks, buddy. Man. Anybody, anybody wants a ride in it you're in L.A., just give me a holler. I'll come, come drive you around a little bit. Go do donuts. Mm, donuts. Uh, let's see. Go get some donuts. <sighs> you're in charge, man. Joel Micah Harris, do either of you guys collect anything? If you've already answered that before, any tips on dealing with gout, Kyle? I'm ready to cut my big toe off. Give him some quick gout tips. <laughs> Man, the internet's going to drive you nuts because every piece of advice will be uh, go, go, will be countered with the next thing you read. Go to the doctor, get allopurinol. <clears throat> what is that? That's the I take 100 milligrams every day, and since I've been taking it every day, I'm in an outbreak. You have allopurinol really? is a daily thing. How long has that it's been? It's preventative. <clears throat> a couple years. It's been. You haven't had a gout outbreak? The, the last real bad situation I was in, I think, was... When you were in Atlanta? Uh, that was, I'm going to look of what I think was beginning of 2017, I think. That was when I got, I'm looking now. I, was, I remember I was in bad shape. My pain, I was going, I, that's when I got it finally sorted out. I think, yeah, I think it was, um, yeah, it was beginning of 17 was the last. That's when I was getting my knees MRI because I thought I'd like, bone chips or something that's how bad it was like shit was gonna turn out no it was gout in my ankles my knees everything so that's when my doctor's like all right we'll just give it to you every day yeah. take it every day and i've been doing that for almost two years allopurinol baby get hmm. that stuff they'll give you colchicine for if you do have a flare-up otherwise i eat mostly uh pretty much vegetarian mm -hmm. uh with forays into seafood do you think that's uh, helped with the gout they say the worst thing. Some of the worst things are red meat and booze. And well, booze ain't going nowhere. So <laughs> it's easier for me to quit meat than it was booze. <laughs> Some might call that a, a problem. I just say I know how to prioritize. Yeah. If I was drinking wine for a while. Wine was supposed to be beer. Is supposed to be the worst thing. Really. 
And I do. I dip into the cocktails more uh-huh. in my head. Like my doctor is saying, like especially brown liquors, old th- like aged things like cheeses. It's not like, well, cheese ain't going out. I, I'm, I'm into that cheese. That's so no sorry. good as aged things. Yeah, things that are older. Bar- that was a joke I did. Like anything you eat at a barbecue, yeah. all the meats. <sighs> it sucks, dude. I don't know what to tell you, man. It's going to suck. Go to the doctor right away. Get your bloods. Get your blood. Get your levels tested, and they will. And then if uh, the emergency, I've wound up in the emergency room twice to get steroid pills. One was in Georgia. Well, that was urgent care. They gave it to me. The other time was in Canada. I had to go to just the emergency room mm. uh, to get a steroid pill because, like, that, at that point, like, I couldn't walk anymore. Mm. Yeah. When was that tour through the south? Man, that fucking sucked. Yeah, I remember you talking about how bad that was. Uh, what do you collect, Kyle? What do I collect? Yeah, he asked, do you guys collect anything? I collect purines in my blood that gives me gout. <laughs> you collect RC cars now. Yeah, I got too many how of many those. How many you got now? Seven. And how many? Six. How, how many mountain bikes? Two. two. Oh, just two. You were up mm-hmm. for a while. Would you sell some of them? Yeah, those were all. I'm, I'm not. I have two mountain bikes, a road bike, and a BMX bike. Oh, okay. Not a road bike, a city bike. Gotcha. That was good. I I've been riding that one you gave me. You riding around? I've been riding it, man. Yeah, taking you, to Griffith Park. Well, you go to the park. You don't yeah. even do the river path there. No, not yet. I need to get down in there. Yeah, but, uh, but you're close by Griffith Park. Yeah. You can get up in there. Yeah, I just I just ride it over there. Yeah, I got then, bike trails through there. Yep, having fun. Uh, I don't really collect anything. I guess. I guess the only thing I collect, I collect vinyl. I'm a uh, big fan of vinyl. I You're know. a record dude. Yeah, I like the records, man. I like just having the he tangible. He a record boy. Love music, but. Uh, I, I like having the tangible vinyl, the all the artwork and all that. And uh, I mean, I'm not like a vinyl snob in terms of like I'm not an audiophile. Like, uh, but it does sound. You know, if you got a good good system, it sounds a little better. And uh, I just like being able to collect the actual vinyl and the packaging and stuff. I dig that shit. Uh, what else we got? Um, I haven't I haven't screened any of this. Now I'm looking at my old calendar of when. <clears throat> that tour was like in in Georgia where I had to go to urgent care was end of October 16 and then <clears throat> it was Adam Kate and Holland's the w- wedding the week after and I remember I couldn't get up the stairs of that like <clears throat> I had like gout, a gout flare up for like 5 weeks oh, cuz then all in November I was super fucked cuz that's when I was in Canada was that month <clears throat> like it was all compounded all right there and that's when I finally was like, yeah, man, you need to seek uh, med- medical help for this. <laughs> Holy shit. John Yet Hart- this was all after I did the bits about gout. Yeah. And then learned my What's lesson. What's the one joke? Uh, I ordered one too many <laughs> things with the word, word rodeo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was recorded in... Yeah, that was on Kona, wasn't it? May. Well, I recorded that on a special in May of the same year that I was still having gout flare-ups. Uh. Anyway, John Harvey asked, Dave, favorite processed snack food dessert? Example, like Ho-Ho, Star Crunch, Little Chocolate Donuts. Star Crunch. Kyle's favorite spicy food. Uh, That's pretty easy for me. Um, uh, I'm a fucking Little Debbie man. And give me that goddamn fucking Little Debbie roll. I don't know what's what's better than a Swiss cake roll. Is that the same as a Ho-Ho? No, Ho-Ho is different type of cake item. Yeah, it might be a ding-dong. I think a ding dong is the, is the comp- things. Are, what's the hockey puck? 
That's the ding dong. Is that the ding dong? Then the ho ho is the is a rolled one. Regardless, uh, little Debbie's cake roll's got a different flavor to it. Little Debbie's much better than Hostess or whoever's mm-hmm. making that other garbage. So yeah, I'm a little Debbie guy. Who made Star Crunch? Is that little Debbie? That's little Debbie. Yeah. We never got Star Crunch. For some reason, Terrible my friend would always rice. get them, and I'd come home and be like, Star Crunches are good. And we just, my, like, no, we would still get the other stuff, but like, why was there this blockade? They like, the, like the unintentional you. brand loyalty yeah. was insane at my, like, looking back on it, like, they're just bullshit snacks for your kids' lunches. Yeah. Yet, it was never changed up very often. Hmm. You ever fuck with Rice Krispie treats? I do. Well, that's uh, more of a homemade thing. He's asking processed. Yeah. But I'm thinking they, about all the stuff you could put in them. Gummy bears. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind. It's not my favorite, but I, I there's something satisfying yeah. about a Rice Krispie treat. Um, big uh, Swiss cake roll, the, uh, the the Nutty Buddy, their, their peanut butter wafer mm. thing that they make solid. Why don't they make a gummy bear, but with like a candy skeleton inside of it that you could see? Yeah, that's, that's a good idea. I mean, it'd be kind of involved. Or what if there was like a like a gummy bear, like an M M&M and M approach to a gummy bear? What if there was a hard candy shell on the outside, and then you bite into the gooey gummy goodness? Ooh, that might work. Yeah, I've, there's chocolate covered gummy bears. I didn't yeah, even know that. Just, that seems weird. Chocolate and chocolate and candy fruit? No, chocolate with real fruit, like a chocolate covered yeah. strawberry. Yeah, yeah. But chocolate with another with fruit candy. What's your favorite spicy food, Kato? I feel more like spice is more added to things. I love getting fun ramen mm-hmm. when it's spicy. I mean, obviously. Or maybe that sticking I, to uh, his processed snack food. Oh, a processed spicy food? Yeah. Like a flaming Hot Cheeto or. Oh, well, oh duh. Uh, the best chips on the market cheddar jalapeno Cheetos. Cheddar jalapeno. I've never had those. People get the flaming hot Cheetos, but those are more hot than they are flavorful. You get yourself the cheddar jalapeno Cheetos. Really? Best shit on the best shit you can get in a chip aisle, hands down. And now they're even dipping, and they got flaming hot Cheetos, but with Cool Ranch, which kind of counters some of it. Those are pretty good too. Uh-huh. Cheddar jalapeno Cheetos. I get them and I share them when when, when I get them because I want. I don't even work for Cheeto. Or Cheetos. I don't know if it's plural all the time. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, get on it. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I'm saying. Uh, Robert Smith asks, "What's the largest animal you think you could kill by giving it a single punch to the face?" That's a great question. Hmm. Um, definitely coyote. One punch, snap his neck, fucking done. Just get out of here. Uh, anything larger than that, I feel like it's it's going to take uh, more than one punch, or, or it's going to be a choke situation. I tell you a story. He's about, talking about a punch. He's not talking about a choke. Yeah, I know. So I'm thinking like anything bigger. Like I could, I could, I could kill a, a a cow with my bare hands, but it would be more of a, a a front choke, a guillotine choke, not a punch. You know, I feel like a cow could take a punch. That means you got to get on top of the cow to choke it. Or I could get now a you got, standing oh. front face lock. But where now you got, you're not getting the windpipe. Mm-hmm. Get up under there. You're not going to get under a cow neck. Mm-hmm. Have you seen a cow neck? That's true. Yeah, so so what? I have to mount him. That's, rear that's, neck not, that's not happening. You, yeah. you wouldn't kill a cow. You don't think I could uh, choke a cow to death? No. Hmm. 
No, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm, ask, I'm answering the question with my. What's beliefs. the largest animal you could kill with one punch, Kyle? I don't even. I'm vegetarian. I don't even want to yeah. kill any animals. I, I, and for the record, I don't either. It's just fun to you know hypotheticals are. But fun. punching. I don't. Oh. I don't. I don't even know. Because if you're punching a coyote in the face, it's like got a snout. Punching the snout, you're not cut punching the brain. I punch him right in the fucking temple. <laughs> For some reason, I keep thinking ostrich. Yeah, man, ostrich will fuck you up. That's what I mean. It's a dangerous Those animal. Those things are scary. People ride them. Jesus, people ride so them and big. hold their necks, and they're so muscular, like their legs. Oh man, I don't want nothing to do with an with an ostrich. Uh, Brian Lee asks, many comedians have entire podcasts where it seems all they do is talk about industry shit. Not a question, but thank you for not talking business all goddamn day. It's mm-hmm. boring to people who aren't comics. Why would we just talk about, like, we talk, we don't even really do that uh, off the air. Now, I do have some friends who are, our whole friendship is based on industry gossip, but like, yeah. there's only well, I mean, so that's much what you know. That. That's like being on a, like, I'm assuming that's what being on a sports team is like, you yeah. talk about sports. <laughs> What was the question? What do we talk? Why don't it's we talk just, about what? It just he, it wasn't a question. He just says thanks for not talking about business industry stuff all day because a lot of comedians podcasts is all industry inside baseball shit. But if that's what the podcast was, a, don't listen to the podcast. It's the comedians talking about comedy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, Dave, AFC NFC thoughts. Do you even know what the question <laughs> Sports. means? Uh, what does AFC mean, Kyle? I know what the fucking means. What is American mean? football to, uh, guys conference? Yeah, they all get together and talk about football. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got it, man. I'm not uh, stupid. <laughs> uh, AFC NFC thoughts. So I mean, well, it's already been decided. Uh, uh, Los Angeles. By the way, we haven't talked about this. I know you don't care about sports. L.A. Rams going to the Super Bowl, baby. Rams in the Super Bowl. Uh, because of a, a wildly unfair call, wasn't that it? Yes, but there was also several other wildly unfair calls that went the other way. So people who... Oh, is that what it was? So I just easy. saw the one like yeah. outrage thing it was, at the end. It was, but people forget that there was a face mask call that wasn't called uh, a couple possessions before that. Against that the Saints? Was it the Saints? That would have given uh, the Rams a touchdown and not a field goal. So uh, anyway, yeah, that's already been solved. Uh, Rams for the NFC and mm. goddamn fucking stupid fucking Patriots. For the AFC every fucking year, the goddamn Patriots. Is it just like the New York, like they could just afford the best players? Like what's it's the, not even really that. Uh, it's just, I mean, that that's part of it. But they're not just going out and buying the best free agents every year. Um, they're really not. They're just Tom Brady. One, he's probably going to go down as the best quarterback in history. Their coach, Bill Belichick, just brilliant coach, even though he's got the personality of a fucking sweet potato. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just yeah. sweet potato has more personality than a regular potato. That's true, um, but I just fucking hate. I just I can't fucking stand uh, the Patriots. But I'm sure people made this connection in baseball this year. The World Series was the L.A. Dodgers versus the Boston Red Sox, and now the Super Bowl it's the L.A. Rams versus essentially the Boston <laughs> Patriots. So that's weird. Uh, but yeah, go Rams. Okay, okay, go Rams. Uh, let's see what else we got. When is that? Two weeks. Uh, we can not this Sunday, but next Sunday. You gonna do a thing? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely. You know, even if it's just me. <laughs> it's. Uh, let me see what's going on there. What's the What's the date of it? Uh, what's this Sunday? What's today? Is it February third or February twenty seventh or J- January twenty seventh is February third, I believe. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, February third. 
Uh, Brendan Towend. Towend. When's the last time you shit your pants, fellas? Man, I'm 42. It's been a minute. I got my shit together. I literally. Have, I've never shit my pants. Said it before. <laughs> got a sphincter like a goddamn bear trap. Never shit. Not my pants. really. We had to pause this very episode so you could do take a dump. I. You don't know how long I was holding it. That's true. I don't. Mm-hmm. Didn't shit my pants. I've had some accidents, but I'm never like full bore. That just sounds like awful. the whole fucking just shit your pants in public. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I feel like if I ever shit my pants in public, it would do, it would be more of like. Do we have any questions I that may to... retain the one female listener who <laughs> might be listening to this? <laughs> Can we? Uh, all right, here's a female related question. Brad Thompson asks. Not even that. Just something that's not like uh, you guys could suck your own dick, <laughs> but then you wouldn't know if Bigfoot's real. Would you suck your? Would you? What if you had a Bigfoot dick? Hey, we're answering the the questions, baby. Yeah, I guess that's what, what they paid for. Know. Brad Thompson asked, do you think that female comics are limited in types of jokes that they can tell and still be successful? No. There are, there are many fantastic female comics that tell great jokes on a wide variety of subjects, but it seems like the ones that get Netflix specials retell the same jokes over and over again with a limited range of subjects. Liza Schlesinger, Ali Wong. Um, no, I don't, I don't really see that as a male-female thing. I think... Uh, Mm-hmm. You know, I think generic topics and broad topics, it's, it's it's easy. And while may not be critically acclaimed, you're going to attract a wider, dumber audience if you just have real wide, boring subject matter. I don't know. I feel like it's uh, and well, that, well, yeah. that works for, for males, too. I mean, there's fucking... Well, it's I, also looking at, like, you're only looking at famous comedians and the things that you have to do to get... Yeah, the reason you get big is maybe because you appealed to a wider audience. Mm-hmm. Go see local comedy. Yeah. Go to just go read or go to if you live in a city that has like a timeout magazine or something mm-hmm. or Google your town or city and stand up comedy and go go find out. Go see what people are doing on that level where they're not concerned about but I want to get famous and they just want to be good <clears throat> and then make up your mind about comedy there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking like I'm looking back at like being in Chicago, how there's shows all the time, and yeah, um, I don't think they're limited on what they say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Maria Bamford, one of the best comics, male or female, and she's yeah. a fucking weirdo. Like, yeah, she's talking about all kinds of weird shit. But it's yeah. What do you want to be like again? You know, you could be like generic pop music. That mm-hmm. boy, that's playing in the dentist, and it's playing here, and it's you hear it all over the place. Because it's just doesn't bother people and it's easy to digest. Mm-hmm. And boy, that's like like that's like I feel like the most famous comedians are never not cutting deep, you know. Yeah, you can yeah. still be funny. I don't, I don't, I'm talking to my ass. Like I don't, you know. Well, one thing I look for is Gaffigan's not cutting deep on anything, but he's successful and he's funny. But it's yeah. also like, <clears throat> yeah, he's going to talk about food and shit. Yeah, I mean, does talk about that, but. I don't know. Were they asking why are females limited yeah. in comedy? Or are females limited? Uh, I mean, if you want to do the Am I Right Lady shit, then you've limited yourself. Yeah. Like, I think Eliza does a lot of, like... like it's And it's also knowing, like, when I watch that, I'm like, oh, this isn't comedy for me. Yeah. So, you're clearly doing fine. You're touring well. I'm not all audiences. No. So well, that, that's a problem with comedy. They suck. No, it's not for you. Yeah. 
Well, and this isn't an original thought. This has been said before. Okay. But with music, there's 75 different subgenres of music. Yeah. With comedy, it's just comedy. Yeah. You know, it's like. Um, well, but everybody's gotten a fucking, like, yeah, like a bit. Uh, oh, God. How many fucking think pieces are there? Is, are we in an era of post-comedy? Is stand-up as we know it dead? Shut the fuck up. Pump the brakes. Stop just filling blog posts yeah. with this comedy debt. It's not. It's yeah. a fucking concept. That's like just saying, like, is music dead? No, you dumb fucking assholes. <laughs> it's just there's more of it, and there's different kinds coming up. Yeah. Hannah Gadsby didn't kill stand-up comedy. She did a different kind of it. Yeah. You know? It's been added to, not subtracted from, or part of it destroyed. Fuck off with these think pieces yeah. laugh at it or don't laugh at it guess what last i checked slayer is still selling out pretty decent sized venues yeah as much as if whoever the fuck else that i think sucks yeah so yeah there's room for it all you just gotta find what you like and and sometimes well the mm-hmm. key to that whether it be comedy music movies anything uh do some fucking homework don't just don't just Buy yeah. what fucking CMT's shoving down your throat or MTV or Comedy Central or whatever. Like, Don't just listen to your MTV. Yeah. Uh, Jacqueline Parker asks, we're remodeling our kitchen and I have to pack up almost everything. What are your most utilized and versatile spices that you use, Dave? Ooh, I'm trying to just get four or five. Um, kosher salt, fresh black pepper. Those are your top two. Uh, smoked paprika. I think that's in there. I think some dried thyme. Uh, some dried rosemary and garlic powder. Yeah. You got rosemary out in the back here. Rachel's putting oh, on everything. Love now. that shit. All right, last one. Uh, we get. We got to go to our fancy show business. One or two. Meetings. Yeah. yeah. Um, got Zach thir- Kaminsky. Got a Thirty-six minute drive. We got to be there in an hour. Okay. Yeah. We should. Oh, we got to park. We got to worry about. Zach Kaminsky asks, "Hey guys, love the podcast. I know Kyle was into skateboarding and BMX. Dave was into sports. Kyle, what was your best trick? Dave, your best play ever." What's your best trick? What's your raddest trick? Oh, ever, man. The the rad. one time that I ever did anything where other people were there, like, good job. I pulled a 360 out of a out of a dirt, a shitty dirt jump and landed it. Nice. And, like, somebody else. Like, when it's, like, just strangers were there on their bikes, too, and somebody's like, fucking good one. I'm like, all right. And sadly, that's been it. And right now with mountain biking, it's just staying on, like, Looking back up at a trail where you came down from, like, oh, I stayed on the whole time. And I ride with a <clears throat> a buddy who's, like, real, real good, like, was sponsored mm-hmm. and stuff. And if I can keep up with him, then I feel good. good. Yeah. That's cool. Um, my best plays ever, uh, kicked a 51-yard field goal in high school in really? a game. Really? Uh, yeah, I was a kicker. I was that, uh, you know, your typical linebacker slash kicker. Hybrid. Uh, so yeah, kicks. That what happens a lot. No, usually the kicker is like really small. Oh, okay. Uh, they don't play linebacker. Um, so yeah, fifty-one yarder. That that was pretty solid. Granted, that was off the block. Like in the pros in college, they kick off the ground. We had a little tee, little block tee. Oh, like uh, okay. About a, about a three-inch little block that they'd set the ball on, and then it just yeah. gives you a little more lift. It's a little easier on you. So you know. Uh, but also in high school, I played baseball, and one time I hit a hit a home run. That uh, the to left field was three thirty. You're a high school Bo Jackson. Yeah, 
this went like another like 40, 50 feet and smashed a windshield uh, of, a, of a car. And I was just like, hey, man, don't park there when I'm at the plate. So we calculated that that one went about uh, 375, 380. So that would have been out of uh, Major League Park. Who gets you know? stuck paying for the windshield? I don't know how that works. I, don't, I, mean, I think it's just an insurance thing. You know? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. But, yeah, uh, smashed. Uh, that might be the best feeling in all the sports of just hitting a home run. Just <laughs> – I mean, it's just just something about just that the physical act of doing it, like yeah. when you crush it, the way that that feels, and then just that feeling of watching that ball sail, and then you take your little victory lap. And you're like, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Let me let me let me stroll. Yeah. <laughs> that's like that's like hitting a jump the right way. I'm always so shitty at at jumps. I don't hit them a lot, but the one yeah. you know you got, you hit it really, like, and you're just like cruising through the sky. You're like you know you're not gonna crash, which is a very scary thing to like admit when yeah. you're like I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> little things. Just be proud of little things, everybody. Yeah. Sorry if we didn't get to them all. Uh, there was a lot this month, a lot of good questions. Again, Maybe we'll save them up. We won't, we'll we won't them up. take them for next month, and we'll double up on we'll this get one. back to them. <laughs> but uh, seriously, thank you so much, guys, for your support. Uh, again, apologies if you were put off by us re-airing these uh, to the masses. But, uh, it was either that or nothing. It was that or nothing. And it was like, all right, these are kind of old. You guys have yeah. already heard these when they came out, uh, you know, six months, 12 months ago. Uh, but regardless, we appreciate your support. Dave's Kitchen uh, coming up uh, soon. So, yeah, four bucks a month. Tell a friend. And, uh, yeah, man, we love you and the Lord loves you. Yeah. The Boogie Monster. Bye.